And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes our guest. She's a comedian who is known as the Andrew Jackson of the New York Chipotle. This is because she never paid for what she took and left behind a trail of tears. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a man who has no problem working for a woman. For years, he even served at the pleasure of the Dairy Queen. It's Alan Moss. And he's a writer-producer who loves to surf, but don't you dare call him a surfer. He prefers wave humper or ocean jockey. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to nutmeg in your pumpkin pie. I'm her husband, Daniel. Stay and hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Boston baked beans. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, Greg Heller. Thank you. Hi, Allison. Hello, Jenna. Hey. Hey, Alan. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Allison. I'm ready to rock. That sounded incredibly dorkish. <laughs> a Maybe a little. Dorkish was the greatest insult I could muster, apparently, when I was 16. Not dorky, but dorkish. That popped up in my journal a is lot. That, is that less than dorky? Or, that feels like it's a step down from dorky. It, I think to me, it's like just... Hint of dork. It's like I had a brain fart that covered my teenage years and removed my knowledge that dorky was a word, and I just thought it was dorkish. It's way harsh. <laughs> it really is. It's a little aggro. Um, Greg, while you were out, I, com- speaking of brain farts, completely forgot how to intro the show. And I'm like, hello, my little, whatever I call the Pop Tarts. And then I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm all, I didn't say that, but I thought that. And then I think I think I ended up just saying, welcome to Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'd like to say hello to my guests. And I was like, that sounds, it feels wrong. I didn't let them know I was Allison. They didn't know who I was. That's pregnancy brain, right? <laughs> Thank you. Is that a thing? Yes, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe Real. it is. I guess it is. I think it's also when you're relying on muscle memory and you're not fully thinking. It's when it's some, like, I bet if someone said, what's this, you know, 14th word in the Pledge of Allegiance, we'd all have trouble with that. Or even what's the 14th letter? Yes, Definitely. You wouldn't know it right right away, the 14th word in the Pledge of Allegiance? Nobody would know that. I wouldn't, no, nobody I wouldn't, would know that in the world. Would I would that. not know the 14th letter right away. Would Al? But no, you can't do it because no. he's had time to figure it out. True. But yeah, he, I, was, I, I was already doing the math. On... <laughs> oh. No, but he wouldn't know it yeah. just off the top not of Definitely the E. E. Well, we got to hear the song anyway. We do. It's the rule. Okay, is that the rule? It's the rule, yeah. So I guess the answer is is no that you wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't know that off the top of my head. No, no. Okay. I did not know that one of the rules of the show is even if we don't ask Al a question, we still have to hear the song. If we've even discussed <laughs> yes, the you idea invoke of the question, right. it has to be played. You have Wait, to. It's bad luck otherwise. Did Al know the rule? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 
So lots to get to in this show. In addition to forgetting how to intro the show, I also forgot to mention that Greg was shooting a pilot, which created a lot of questions about where's Greg. So we will get into the where's Greg of it all. Um, also, I had a mortifying experience at the OBGYN, which I will share. And I am now obsessed with Cirque du Soleil. And I will, mm-hmm. would like to talk about that. Yes. And I want to catch up with everyone here. Yes. It sounded like those two were related. <laughs> oh, like I did they Cirque du Soleil. Be <laughs> she retreat, her she... brain retreated into Cirque du Soleil after what happened at the OB. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd be rad if there was some sort of a hybrid of Cirque du Soleil and an OBGYN. Oh, my oh, God. Man. Yeah, like I just like trap, like Ariel drop onto the table. Right, or just some, well, I really don't want to get into it too much. It's like yeah. a, it would it's be like, interesting. It's like a Matthew Barney film. Right. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> That's dorkish. That I don't know dorkish. what that means. What does that mean? You never yeah, saw the Cremaster series? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, oh Greg my knows goodness. Come on. Yeah. That um, sounds like I'm dorkish. not kind of an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> also, you guys, if you like what you're hearing, and I know that we are only five minutes in, so maybe you haven't made up your mind, but presumably you've heard the show before. Subscribe, iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Leave us a nice comment, <clears throat> click five stars, etc. Also, my Patreon page is live, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Bonus episode with Jenna last month. Follow up bonus episode with Jenna next month. Let's do it. Coming up, Ooh. where we're going to answer the rest of the questions we didn't answer. And hashtag no regrets. <laughs> Daniel and I just did the live stream on Sunday and I intended to talk to everyone for like an hour, but then all of a sudden two hours had gone by and Mm -hmm. yeah. And people were like, this has been really fun, but I have to go have dinner now. Or this has been really fun, but I got to take care of my kids now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bye. Or people would be like, this is so much fun, but I got to go back to work. And then they'd like come back. Oh my God, you guys are still here. And then and I actually said this to the audience. I feel like maybe I should be leaving them wanting more as opposed to like, she's always there. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like the Bruce Springsteen of live streams. Mm-hmm. Um but I shared this with them and they assured me that no amount of me is too much. Oh, that goes right into what happened at the OBGYN. That's what I used to think, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember when Turns I... Turns out. <laughs> right. When did it cross the line for you? It, too much of you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I want to answer that. It was a while ago. <laughs> like, I would say... <laughs> after we moved in... Oh, Right. Maybe a couple weeks into... <laughs> well, because when we were dating at the very mm-hmm. beginning, I lived in Orange County. Yeah. So, so I was... Sufficiently I was, far away. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm right there in your bedroom. Yeah. Or you're in my bedroom. Yeah. I think it's that. All right. And then what happens? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, went to the OBGYN for my monthly checkup and everything looks good. Baby looks good. Everything's great. Uh... They weigh you before they take you into the room, which is this is my first experience with the scale that's out in the hall. Like in, I mean, it's you're not in the waiting room, but you're also not in an exam room. You're in public, so you can't strip naked, which is how I like to be weighed. It's not one of those doctor scales with the little slidey thing. Hold on, <laughs> you like to to be naked when you're weighed. She doesn't want that's any the extra only pounds. way to yeah. weigh yourself. I take my watch. I mean, I, when I used to wear a watch, I would take my watch. Oh off. yeah. You, well, yeah, I, I would like, imagine I would take my watch off before I would take my fucking pants off to get weighed. She You're was, naked at the doctor when you step on the scale. Oh, no, well, here's no, no. the thing: in, like, in yeah, go ahead. In general, the only times you get weighed are when you're going to the gynecologist anyway, and they are gonna make you take your your clothes off anyway. So I say, let's just start now. 
Yeah, so you you don't want extra clothing weight on you. Oh, this has not been well, my experience see, getting weight at the my, doctor. My yeah. issue with that is why don't you just rebaseline? So like if your clothes weigh, let's say, three quarters of a pound, you would just say like, okay, I weigh X amount minus three quarters of a pound. This is what I... I don't want to be scarred by seeing the number. Oh, well, this is what I did during pregnancy. I started wearing the exact same outfit every appointment. Yes, my my lightest clothing. Mm. Yes. It didn't help me, though. Holding two helium balloons. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That would would help if you had enough. Couldn't hurt. Giant helium helium balloons. Or you could just inhale Do you take your shoes off? Do I? Yes. <laughs> I stopped doing that, which I feel like was a mistake for me. I, I should have taken my shoes off. I, I I've been waited at the doctor a hundred times, and every time you go in, they're like, hey, how's it going? Step on the scale, and now let's go into the other room and like do your... Vi-. No, I've never been in a naked weighing scenario at the doctor. Oh, so the scale is not in the exam room where you go? Almost never. And even if it is, it's like right before they do your vitals or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to not have all your clothes on. Well, are you, you're not going there for an appointment that's going to involve clothing coming off, are you? But sure, I understand that. I'm not going to the gynecologist. But if you go to a normal doctor and they weigh you, are you like, excuse me, I'm going to take all my clothes off? At the, like at your PCP. My, what is at your, your PCP? primary care physician? If you, go oh. to, if you go for like a normal doctor. <laughs> I don't have one. Um, I, think, I think the only times I've been weighed have been involving... Um, lady doctors so that is mystifying to me but i guess that's a thing but don't you just go to the normal doctor ever for me normal doctors the scale's always in a non-private place so it's in a sort of an intake room or actually in okay so maybe that is the common thing because all the doctor's appointments i would go to in orange county you'd go into the exam room then they'd have the old-fashioned scale with the little like dials on the top um but uh, maybe scales have changed anyway because now they're out in public and you step on them there's like a big old readout like at the vet so anyway is it, is it like at the carnival when you hit the yes, yes. kind of is it's a tilt <laughs> uh so anyway in the past my and by the way people have advised me like just turn around don't look at the number um i can't do that though i have same. to know how could you how can you step on a scale and not want to know the you number? have to i have to know yeah. but also turning around on a scale is just telling your doctor that there's something that you have a mental issue <laughs> oh i think she already knows but really? yeah but i'm just saying if you were right. like i have to keep my back to the numbers i can't see them exactly. but everything's fine don't worry exactly i'm not totally nuts <laughs> so just the- don't say it out loud <laughs> just write it down but if i hear the pencil hit three times yeah. then i'll know what the numbers are so <laughs> Oh, I should memorize the scratch sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was that a seven? <laughs> I know that was a seven. <laughs> so in the past, my do- I've been concerned about my weight, pregnancy weight, and my doctor has been very reassuring. Um, this time, however, they weighed me, and I was like, oh, that's awful. And then I went and sat in the room, um, and then the doctor came in, like holding my chart, and she's like, I, I, I she's a little hesitant. She's like, I, I, I'm sorry, I just have to ask. Is that the correct weight? Do you did you really gain eleven pounds in a month? And I said, probably. <laughs> I said I, I probably. And I explained that we just came back from Las Vegas, and she's like, "Oh, what's going on in Las Vegas?" And I'm like, "Well, nothing other than for some reason when I travel, I tend to retain fluid, and there's salty food there and stuff." Um, did she think you were like at a pool party or something like why did she say why, why like, she's so weird just about hitting vegas. the buffets really hard in <laughs> yeah. vegas like what is that yeah we actually did hit a buffet but <laughs> i don't know i don't know why i think she was just being so maybe 
trying to lighten the mood since I looked like I wanted to like crawl out the window. (laughs) (laughs) But then I'm like, you know, it's possible that I will dump a few pounds in a couple days because that's kind of what my weight does. But I also think this is possibly what my weight really is. But I inside I'm like... I'm like, where's the part where you reassure me and I'm the one who's worried. I don't like the direction this is going. And then we sat down. She's like, well, you know, what are you eating? And I kind of walked her through what I'm eating. And then she asked if I wanted to talk to a new, would I be interested in talking to a nutritionist? So I took the name and I'm seeing a nutritionist on Thursday. But, um, and I guess it's not all that because uh, because we got into the car and I, afterwards and I said to Daniel, I'm fat <laughs> and I just feel terrible. Um, and a little scolded, although she was like pretty cool about it. And I think actually, because I I talked to my dad, we had a a whole Rosen family powwow over this. Because I was like, this is my nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, probably, but well, then again, though. (laughs) And my dad's hunch is that she was worried about preeclampsia or worried about some condition that would cause rapid weight gain as opposed to just pregnancy being the condition and then my sister was saying she thinks it's not that uncommon that pregnant women are advised to see a nutritionist and that this happens and then i was reading this book that mary Catherine ham recommended by emily oster and she said over half of women gain more than they're supposed to so anyway it'll all be okay I've been been like making extra healthy choices and really hitting the exercise hard and stuff. But actually saying all this makes me want to bring up the fact that I had an exchange with someone on Twitter who had watched the uh, PodFest live stream where I was talking about needing to do a pregnancy reset because I was saying that people who tune into the live stream midway might not realize I'm pregnant and they'll just think I'm fat. And so I need to like keep mentioning that I'm pregnant. And sh- And she tweeted it and then she deleted it right away but she said something like you know checked out Allison Rosen's new best friend pregnancy reset because she's worried people will think she's fat not pregnant god forbid not my new best friend and it made me realize yeah that actually comes off fairly shitty like I come off almost like like oh god less like fat is gross lest anyone think that I feel that way which is really not at all where I come from especially as someone who's battled my weight and used to be quite overweight and then lost it and struggles with it constantly and like all my body issues are coming up now because I am bigger than I was not pregnant and also um all that extra buffet weight I guess but but it just made me realize I probably should think about the way like I feel like as long as I'm just shitting on myself people will understand how I mean it but it made me realize no I still come off judgmental Um, so just something to think about, but then she and I had like a pretty, it was one of those things where someone says something kind of crappy on Twitter, but then you choose to actually engage with it. And then we were like friends by the end. Embrace that. That just like a (laughs) rare rare. thing to happen on Twitter. That's so nice. I know. Cause I responded to her and I said, I was worried that that, you know, would come off wrong and da da da. And then I was just imagining her writing back being like, like, saying something the shutting me down but instead she was like very understanding and cool and yeah so i feel like we're best buds now i wouldn't stress out too much i mean we've talked we talked a little bit about 
your experience already, but off the mic. But I, the doctor said things to me all the time, like, you know, like, oh, you should ease up on carbs maybe, or are you eating lots of things? Or, you know, you probably don't need to gain any more weight. That I heard a couple times <laughs> at the end of my pregnancy. See, that one just makes me want to crawl into a hole. Right. And so I know what you're feeling. I've been there. Actually, I used to tease Al that sometimes my blood pressure would read high, but I always accused it of being that she would weigh me first <laughs> and then take my yes. blood pressure. And I'm like, well, obviously my right. blood pressure's high. You just showed me how much I weigh and it's right. the biggest number I've ever weighed in my entire life. Of course I'm going to freak out. And so um, anyway, I just feel you. I feel you. So I just like, there were so many times when I would get weighed and I'd complain to Alan later, like, first she weighs me right away. I don't take my, she doesn't let me take my shoes off. I have to go to the bathroom. So there was all that pee weight that <laughs> clearly got recorded yeah. now in the system. Oh, you got it. You got to empty that first. I, well, she would always make me wait. So anyway, I had, to, it's hard. All I'm saying is I feel your pain. You look to me, you look great. Oh, oh you. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> telling you how I truly feel. And I just, I always embraced when I was pregnant, like, Hey, this is my time to be pregnant and eat pretty much what I want within reason. Obviously I don't, I didn't want to gain like, you know, a hundred pounds or something. Cause I could have done that too, to be That's honest. That's my cutoff. <laughs> yeah. Right. A hundred pounds. Fewer than a hundred pounds. <laughs> I just, I just think every woman is so different and it's your time to pamper yourself, especially right now. It's your first baby and uh, I have so many plans. If I can have a second baby, I have so many plans about how I'm going to do that pregnancy. Oh, I know, right? Like not gonna, I'm not going to get any weight except for the baby. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I'm My sole purpose right now to lose weight is so that I can do it all over again and gain it all <laughs> I <know>. back. <laughs> if I, <laughs> that's like well, the right, only reason. Because, I'm like, get back down. Yeah. Get back down to a good weight so I can just really enjoy gaining those pounds again that's how ivf was like every cycle i'd lose it in time to start another cycle right yeah um yeah and my mom keeps being like kate hudson gained 70 and when when she first started saying that i was like well i'm definitely not gonna do that now i'm like oh i guess that's reassuring <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all this talk makes me want to take a nap and you know where i want to take a nap on a super well-made affordable very comfortable mattress made by Casper. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Casper. I'm going to assume you have because I feel like Casper is like they're they're known for having revolutionized the mattress industry because they sell mattresses directly to consumers online. You don't do that thing where you go to a store and you you know try out a bunch of different mattresses, which by the way, studies have shown does not correlate to your satisfaction with the mattress. Um, but Casper mattresses are amazing. They are amazing. They're latex foam and memory foam. Um, just the right sink, just the right balance. You'll sleep better than you have ever slept on a Casper mattress. Um, there's a risk-free trial and return policy, so you can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days, free delivery to the U.S. and Canada, painless returns. The mattresses are made in America. Um, and there's a special offer for my listeners. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash bestfriend and using the promo code bestfriend. So again, $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com dot com slash best friend and using the promo code best friend terms and conditions apply and it's awesome when it arrives too by the way because this box shows up and you're like how is there a whole bed in there and then they you open it up and there's this unfur the I, I don't know i forget what they call it there's some like cutting tool basically so you can like open up the mattress and then you just watch it unfurl before your eyes it's a magic show 
Not unlike Cirque du Soleil. <gasps> Have you seen Cirque du Soleil, Greg? It is legitimately one of my nightmares. <laughs> oh, because you hate live you hate live performance. Yeah. I, I've at this point in my advanced age, I have managed <laughs> to successfully avoid ever seeing Cirque du Soleil or the Blue Man Troupe, and I am oh. very, very happy about both of those. <laughs> Why well, don't want to see the Blue Man Group show? The group. Blue Man Group. I took Jenna on our second date. <laughs> oh yeah, and she hated it. <laughs> It was one of those things where our first date, she like went crazy in New York and she showed me everything. And the second date, I flew her to Chicago and I felt like I had to pull out all the stops. <laughs> and really, you know, so we hit like a 9.30 showing of the Blue Man Group. I was so tired. And about the time they crawled into the audience is when I, I was knew. like, I can't. I hate the show so much. It was <laughs> yeah. so horrifying. What These is- horrible blue men. They come <laughs> into the audience constantly. Pounding and- on pipes and stuff. Yes. And yeah, like so taking people from the crowd oh, onto no. the stage. Like Here's the dancing thing. parties in the aisle. <laughs> it was just everything I hate about theater. Uh, yeah. yeah. They're all dressed in blue. They don't speak. They have the big eyes. They're always do, staring at you. And they do like a bunch of just quirky like drum beats and rhythms. And everyone they pull from the audience is a plant. I didn't realize that. But Jenna that. didn't realize that. So she like spent the entire time like terrified, white knuckling the chair. Like, They're going to pull me out. They're going to pull me out. I'm not going to know what to do. I'm going to have to eat Twinkies on stage. And it's like. They're is all that one plants. of the things they make you do? They yeah. eat like marshmallows. Is it Twinkies? It's I don't Twinkie. know. Yeah, it's they horrible. Go, it's like I love whole... Twinkies, but I don't want to do it on stage. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we love the Blue Man Group in our house <laughs> and can't wait to return by myself. What did you expect would be her reaction? I thought she'd be like, hey, cool show. I've never been to one of these. This is great. You know? Something like not horrified. Yeah, on our first Somewhere date. Somewhere in that sphere. Yeah, she took me to Broadway. So I thought like, well, Chicago doesn't have Broadway. We have off-Broadway stuff. So that's lame. Very yeah. far we have like off a, We have a steady Blue Man Group show all the time. To be fair, it was either that or puppetry of the penis. So <laughs> Fair enough. You, you know, know. Blue Man Group, but it was. Well, that's, yeah, I don't want to see that either. But Cirque du Soleil, I was pretty into. Um, we saw, so Al recommended La Rev, which yes. actually is not technically Cirque du Soleil anymore. I oh, think really? it's... Splinter I, Faction of Cirque du Soleil? Yeah, I think it's, uh, they spun off from, I think the no person way. who created it was Cirque du Soleil. But like, if you go to the Cirque du Soleil website. I think that's true. Website, yeah. Oh, it's not mm-hmm. like brand named. Yeah. Right. Okay. So... Um, after the hard sell from Al, I was all about seeing that one. And that's where your your fake French comes I mean, from. come on. That's where, <laughs> that's where it all comes from. I feel like we saw some of that, We though. saw yeah. some of that. Oh, so you definitely the, did. The, yeah. We so saw... Oh, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, just wait six seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you can spoil it. Um, La Rev was not playing for the four nights that we were there. Bummer. So we saw The Beatles' Love, which was cool. so... I was so into it. That I I thought let's go see another Cirque show while we're here. So we saw O, which is okay. like an, kind of an alternate to La Rev because it also involves the water and it involves fake French. Oh. <laughs> I was <laughs> definitely not as <laughs> O was kind of <laughs> O was amazing. It's amazing that they can do that. I was definitely not as into it as the Beatles love, and maybe it's just because I enjoyed. The Beatles. It more. wasn't right. as whimsical. It wasn't as kinetic. It, it was more like um, if Enya and you know Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it was just like um, it, was, it was a very self-serious. Did we show. see that one? We saw Ka. Oh, okay. Which was also it, 
I don't think you watch a Cirque du Soleil show and go like, that made total sense. Great and, story. Uh, yeah. Great story. Yeah. 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 yeah turn a- out of act two in car. Yeah. I spend a lot of time going like, what year do you think this is? Because <laughs> like, it could be the 1800s, but it could also be like 2050. I don't right. know I think when right. you're doing this. The thing that you, you sort of realize two thirds of the way through, oh, at least is like, oh, this is, it's just the circus. Yes. Like it's not a play. Right. It's right. It's French just a, all of this stuff is just an excuse to see people doing acrobatics and clowns. Correct. And it, but it's just a very creative way of presenting it and cool twists on those things. But love, what was cool about love is they interpreted the songs. Right. There really was and, like a, each song had a little story. And so mm-hmm. that was really neat because it was more like seeing like little music videos for each song, but with really fun sort of stagecraft and stunts and things like so cool. i did not realize that blackbird was about race relations civil rights yes it is yeah. yeah did you know that i did know that yeah i thought it was about birds well. <laughs> so let me introduce I mean, you to something the, called right. subtext <laughs> i mean that's the first thing you would think of yeah well i stopped right there right. <laughs> I, just, I was like okay done what did you think i know what the caged bird sing is is about Birds. Did you think it was about birds? <laughs> also birds, <laughs> yeah. birds. The cage bird sings happy birthday, right? right? <laughs> but then I was thinking, boy, if it's not about race relations, they are taking a lot of liberties with this song, making I, it be about that. But then yeah. turns out it is. Turns out. Well, what I read is that Paul McCartney, like Paul McCartney gave a couple different answers. And one was that it he was inspired by something in Scotland. And then the other was that it he was inspired by race relations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, was cool too, but it just was like that kind of. You remember that Deep Forest? You remember Deep Forest yeah, yeah, in that yeah, music yeah. video? It's, it was like that. It was like um, new agey kind of. Yeah, just sort of. Uh, you, you heard we're gonna have a bunch of uh, things from dreams. We're gonna have floating carousel horses, and we're gonna have, and they're cool, but they. We're going to have like guys dressed in the red sort of bishop outfit, but they're wearing garter belts, you know, <laughs> and it's like, okay, it's weird and it's kooky, but like, I really only enjoyed the stunt part. There's right. also a, yes, yes. And, and there I, were some incredible fucking there's stunts. There's a though, gigantic you know? pool of water on stage. That's that like was neat. 1.5 million gallons and 25 feet deep. And there's, you don't see, well, you, at one point you actually do see them, but the, uh, I looked into sort of how they do it. I was reading articles. Cause I'm like, how do, how do they pull this off? And so there's these people in scuba gear underneath putting them all in place. So it's people are constantly coming out of the water and being in the water for a long time. And I realized the idea of a shit ton of water that's very dark and shapes coming out of it, that is my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to see dry land Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. So Greg, what's your Cirque du Soleil issue? Uh, I I don't I always hate talking about this stuff because I feel like it makes me sound like a real like sh- like a curmudgeon. Okay. But I guess that ship has kind of sailed, hasn't it? It's, I, uh, it's part of your persona. Yeah. At this I point. don't like. We've talked about this a little bit before. Like I don't have any attraction to like whimsy or fanciful stuff or fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, not even in movies. Not even in movies. I, I I don't like superheroes. I don't like like the fantastical world. Mm-hmm. Like, if you told me, like, what is your dream movie to go see? It's, like, ordinary people. Mm. Like, I like to watch normal people do normal stuff and talk. Right. That's yeah. the kind of I movie. I totally get that. 
That's, You're talking about the movie Ordinary People, right? Yes. Okay. Or just in general, Ordinary People. But like, <laughs> right. I don't have like I was. I never read comic books as a kid. Um, I also like. I did, I hated Kiss growing up. I still hate Kiss. I yeah. hate Kiss very much. Mm-hmm. Like to me, again, this sounds so commercially, but like the arts. Ugh. No, go for it. Uh, Do it. And it's with the arts. Come on. The arts to me personally have nothing to do with escapism. I'm interested in the arts because I want to be more deeply immersed in what's actually happening. That, that makes Does that sense. make sense? Yes. Okay. Do you like when you go to a concert and they put on a big show though, or do you like a more stripped down punk kind of thing? Well, you like Paul Westerberg. So I think we know the answer. I I've been to like probably two or three. Sh- I mean, I've been to shows with fireworks or whatever. But for the most part, I like to like be super close to somebody and watch them play the guitar and like be by myself yeah like if there's pyrotechnics and all that like if you were at a beyonce show do you feel that all the stuff going on is a distraction i don't know i've i've never seen beyonce live and there's a bunch of her music i'd like to hear her sing but i'd way rather hear her sing them in a small club where i could just listen to her sing than at dodger stadium right that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah i think al would strongly relate to all of what you just said Yes, that is correct. <laughs> I can't do any of the, like, uh, I really, I genuinely want to like Lord of the Rings, and I'm not good at it. I'm not good at liking it. I can't get into it. Right. I'm very bad at it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I well, get, like, sometimes if I'll go see, an, I like action movies, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mind action movies, but I'd like, just don't, I don't have that thing. It's weird, like, I've heard people talk about it, and I don't understand what, I don't really understand the way their brains work, but I don't have that thing of, like, I want to be transported to this other world, I don't, yeah. that's not a desire of mine. So like Star Wars, you're not into Star Wars? I can take it or leave it. Yeah. I like it and it's, like a, it's entertaining, I but Wars. I can take it or leave it. If I never see it again, it's like, well, it was a good movie. Or, but you're, Blue a little, Man Group, you're a little young for Star Wars. Blue Man into. Group, though, it's like all day, every day. I could just watch it. Like every night, they could just rock me to sleep with their awkwardness. That's truly my nightmare. Just so everyone knows. If a Blue Man Group ever showed up in my bedroom, oh my oh my I God. might die. Awful. <laughs> right? You know, sometimes when you think you like a girl, you're just really trying to impress her, and you think Blue Man Group's going to be that ticket. (laughs) It's not. You end up going like, hey, how about we take a taxi home? We'll just hurry. You know, I was going to take the L, but let's just hustle on here. What do you say? (laughs) So I'm going to guess then that you have not seen Westworld. Do you know about it? I've seen the original Westworld. Mm. I will give you, I will say something, a horrible reference, but... Do you know who Stephen Malcolmus is? From Pavement? Yeah. Yes. Stephen Malcolmus's first solo record, there's a song about Westworld. Oh. That I was obsessed with for a while when I was in my 20s or whatever. And listening to that song made me go back and watch the original Rest- Westworld. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not watched the TV show now. And I probably won't. It's so... Okay. TV time. TV time. TV time. TV time. TV time. I hate babies. <laughs> hey, Allison. Yes. Can we ask Al a question before TV time? Sure. Is it? Is it what something? Oh that you yeah, might yeah. Know sorry. Or not know? <laughs> oh man. Okay, so. This is a, a music barometer question for Al. So Uh-oh. Pavement has one very famous song. Do we think Al knows the name of that song? No. 
No? I don't think he does. Because you think he's too young? I just I just feel that he doesn't. It's not it's not an intellect <laughs> thing. It's a, I didn't even look at him. Although I did see Jenna violently shaking her head. <laughs> so I suppose that might have But I feel that I already thought no before I saw that, but that just sort of cinched it for I wanna, me. I want Jeff, what do you think? That's a tough call. Uh, how old are you? Are hit. you 31? I'm 30. You're 30. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. pretty young. But their hit was a it was big a pretty big hit, hit, and it's still on you the radio. Know it, but he would have mm. been in elementary school. No, he right, but know. he would have been negative thirty-five when Zeppelin was on the radio. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean I, well, I know. A little I know. Love me two times. It came out, right. you know, in nineteen seventy-two or whatever. He was no, sixty-eight. He, he if I had know. to guess, because it was about Vietnam. Hmm. Um, I am going to say that Al does not know the name of Pavement's biggest hit song. Is now? Are you being swayed by the table? Or is that what you think in your gut? He does know a lot about music, though. He plays the guitar. That's true. He was in all he those bands. He was in bands. Isle Nine. Mach, was in, five. Yeah, Mach 5. Daniel, Isle your Nine. thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he knows. Okay, so let's go with no. No? Al, no. do you know it? I do not. Oh? I'm so that. sorry. Okay. All right. What is it? I'm dying to know. Let's cut, cut your, your hair. hair. Do, 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 do. Boy, don't you go and cut your hair. It's a really long hair. I'm just a boy with a new haircut. It's actually not a nursery rhyme, although it sounds like one. It sounds very much. I do not know that song. Do you not? Have you heard of Pavement? It sounds familiar, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Jenna, Pavement? What's interesting is, as I've lived all over the country, different... Like areas have different effects on people, right? So, like, I have a I had a friend, a roommate in college who grew up in Seattle, and I kind of grew up and came into music like in Philadelphia and in Chicago. So, grunge was huge to him, and he knew every like '90s grunge band. And I was like, man, I've never even heard of half of these. So, I feel like uh, well, Pavement is from California. Yeah, so and- like I don't know about California music that I've come to know out here where people say like, how do you not know these people? They're the best. And you're like, oh, I'm, they just, they never made it to Naperville, Illinois. Darling, don't you go oh, and cut your hair. Do you think it's gonna make him change? I'm just a boy with a new haircut. And that's a pretty nice haircut. Never heard it's it. Catchy, but not. I, I wish. I, I wish I had. I was <laughs> doing that exact same. It's okay. It's not too late. <laughs> I was listening to that song, moving my head back and forth like we were just now when I was in a giant car crash at the corner of La Brea and Olympic. Whoa. What happened? I crashed into some people. Was listening to music. <laughs> and is, it, is it Stephen Malcolm's fault? No, it's a hundred percent my fault and my buddy's fault. Yeah, Wait, had nothing to do. Were with you him. just distracted? And Are there any more just me or everyone? <laughs> In a way, yes. Were you hurt? By was drugs and alcohol. Hurt? <laughs> my head went through the windshield of the car. What? When was this? I was 20, 20 I've years old. Never heard this story. That's cool, think. bro. That's the way shit goes down. <laughs> Okay, what kind of car were you in? I was in a 1984 Subaru GL. Um, How fast were you going? Uh, 30, maybe. Did you just go straight into a car that was stopped at a light, or what happened? Or 
Yes, that happened. That's what happened. That's you, what happened? You rear-ended a... Yes. I rear-ended a car that rear-ended... I, I was in the passenger seat of my own car because I was not in any condition to At drive. At first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we smashed into a car that smashed into another car. And you weren't wearing your seatbelt? I was not wearing my seatbelt. Oh. Well, so, did you end up on the hood? No, but my windshield... Is it called spider webbing or whatever, yeah. Jeff? Yeah. It like spider-webbed my whole windshield. Yeah. They oh. used to... You used to hear about it where the, your, the person's head would go through and it would contract and decapitate you because the the glass there wasn't would. that break that didn't happen glass. did that yeah did that, that happen, happen. Did you get, you didn't that happen? <laughs> I, did not, no. I retained my head <laughs> so were the other people hurt i don't know <laughs> wow oh but i don't think so well okay. now it's all weird yeah <laughs> um did you wait you guys sped away in your barely moving car Oh, why did I bring this up? This fucking show. I like <laughs> men who What's the look statute of limitations on these? And are hairless and We were in a hit and run word. crash. But I, everybody well, I'm was sorry, okay. Sorry, I hope they catch the guys. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, may not have happened, by the way. Yeah, this didn't Yeah, happen. Greg might have imagined it. He was a flight of fancy. No, it happened. But everybody was okay. We saw them getting out of their car. And oh, good. I was with someone who had some legal troubles and oh. we left the scene. Well, look, I told you about when I hit a car on the Lexus lot, and then I'm like, we gotta get out of here. (laughs) Same Same exact situation. This was also many years ago. It was a little bit different, but. This was 20 years ago. Same, except for like two years ago. Um, Wait, but did your legal troubled, your, yeah, legal uh, plagued friend even try to break, or did you just not, like, all of a sudden, boom, you were in a car? Was it OJ Simpson? (laughs) (laughs) Um,. I, I, I n- no, we locked our brakes up for sure. Okay. And we smashed into them and they smashed into someone else. Oh, and then it was, it was right where top round is. Yeah. Mm, no, yeah. Exactly that. Um, and, uh, but that used to be, I think it used to be a donut place. And yeah. then my buddy was like, everybody looks like they're okay. And then we went, we turned right. And then we made a bunch of turns and then we covered my car <laughs> in a sheet outside of my buddy's house. And then we went to the Formosa. You wipe the blood off of the. <laughs> Nobody was hurt. I so have so much regret about bringing this up. Does everybody think I'm a horrible person? No. No. Okay. I did a couple of dumb things in my twenties. One of them involved <laughs> that thing. What's the other one? <laughs> get it all out. No, I mean I did a bunch of dumb things. That one I have some regret about, but I not a ton, but some. Well. Well. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> None of you guys have ever caused a hit and run car crash. Al. <laughs> I have only witnessed them. Right. I never I was in a anymore. pretty bad crash in a taxi where I was not wearing my seatbelt and smashed my face oh my against God. the plastic between oh. the seats and my face was like completely swollen and bruised. Jeez. And I just walked away from the cab and was like you can deal with this. I'm fine. I'm out of here. And just left the I have, scene. I have um, been in <laughs> wow. a, a giant van that was a store that we used to put film equipment in. And I was backing out of the parking lot and I just smashed the shit out of this Mercedes. Just, you know, where you're backing out. It's like, <laughs> like tearing the side of it up. And it was like, and I was like, oh shit. And, and then I, it was like, oh, it's a rental. And so we just, we just drove away and made. What's rental. a rental? The, the van was in? a rental. But the Mercedes was probably not <laughs> probably a rental. owned by someone. So you've, that Ooh, was worse a, that than is, what I did. That's way worse. Yeah. I mean, you know. You're no a worse person in, than me. No one was in it. 
but <laughs> the yeah, cars well, we hit were but also you know unoccupied. but what you have in common is the hit and run aspect this was in college but not leaving yeah. a note listen everyone yeah. is an idiot in college true that's my excuse okay <laughs> do you think any cops listen to this show no okay maybe well do cops listen I mean, they might have, but after I posted something on Black Lives Matter on Instagram, they <laughs> probably don't anymore. <laughs> I think we're okay. But if you are a cop and you do listen, thank you for yeah. your continued Be safe listenership. Out there. I think you're okay, Greg, because first of all, I th- this is what I'm going to, as someone who's, I, look, I'm not in law enforcement. I, I know it's a shock. But I suspect a cop listening is not going to be like, I would like to draft up some paperwork on an incident that happened 20 years ago. Yeah. My workload is astonishingly <laughs> low. <laughs> I'm going to dig into I'm going right. to do open the cold case file. Exactly. Let's see. What this, do we know? On this $20,000 maximum cost accident. It's a Subaru. Yes. <laughs> and it not happened. Many of I know those. the intersection. Mm-hmm. And there were two other cars involved and they were playing pavement. Oh, yeah. Don't forget that you, you have an incredibly vague date range. Right. <laughs> Actually, I could tell you exactly when it was because I was leaving a concert that oh, I had the stub for. As your, legal, as your legal counsel, I'd advise you I, not that to. That part I'm not going to do, but I could narrow it down to the like minute that it happened. <sighs> Isn't there a statute, actually? I, would I don't know who would be pursuing The only this. things there's no statute of limitations on is, is murder. I think there's a statute of limitations on everything else except for murder. I think that's correct. That is probably yeah. true. Yeah. Um, I would say there would be no reason to go after this because if no one was harmed, then it's just property damage and it's, yeah, it's over fine. at that point. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. a big deal. Yeah, what's yeah, a big yeah. deal? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and I don't normally talk about politics on this show, but I just need to spend half a second talking about oh, Billy Bush. Boy. Get the laugh track going here, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't need to say. I mean, everyone's already saying everything. Like the the debate, my lasting impression of it was Trump kind of stalking Hillary Clinton and just being like this menacing presence behind her. But my favorite moment from the act. Have you? Has everyone seen the the tape? Which, by the way, I was kind of shocked that it's such the a access humong- or the the. Oh yeah, not the, the debate. The, not the debate. The I thought you were going to bring up Bone Zone. <laughs> Kenneth Bone, no. Ken Bone. Billy Bush and Donald Trump. On <laughs> Greg the, is literally pained right now. <laughs> um, what are you, a woman? But I, know I was surprised. Yeah, because I can't stop talking about it. I was surprised that it was such a big deal. I saw it and I was like, this is hilarious and awful. And in a gossipy way, I'm amused. I did not think it was going to be the humongous story that it is, um, which I'm, I'm, I have mixed feelings about the fact that it is. Like, But anyway... Um, how about a little hug for the bushy? <laughs> what Billy Bush says when he gets off the bus to the woman to Ariane? Did, how about a little hug for the bushy? I uh, I can't stop being calls, amused by he it. He calls himself the bushy. <laughs> I know this is that is the headline, it, and everyone's just going with this other story about what Trump said. But now the, I feel like I need to qualify my statement that I have mixed feelings about it being such a huge story. Dequants on the snappy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to talk about this for, a, the for 30 seconds, and then we'll move on to something What lighter. about a hug for the Quancy? <laughs> <laughs> well, you called yourself the Q-Man earlier. <laughs> That's right. Which was different. Something he also has <laughs> referred to himself as the Q-Monster. But it's never like, how about a, how about a little only, sugar for the Q-Monster? Only, only in bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it's never in that context. No. It's usually when talking about your job. <laughs> I'm an I'm an exciting person to live with. Let me tell you. 
How does the Q Monster get along with Nibbles McGee? <laughs> I don't know. That have they, they met? They, have no, they met? I don't they think live they in have different universes. Sometimes late at night, Q Man will walk in, <laughs> but he's Daniel at that point. He'll say, "Oh, hi, Nibbles," and I'll be like, "I'm Nibbles," <laughs> but I don't know who I'm talking to at that point. Yeah. The question is not who you're talking to. The question at that point is who I'm talking to. Who am yeah. I talking to at that time? I think Late Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, just Daniel. This is not... <laughs> I'm not an alternate personality at that point. Only when I'm when are you really excited or? about a great accomplishment, then I become the Q monster. Dequants on the snappy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, let me this is not a thing, people. Just want to say. Well, <laughs> not, it is not monster. <laughs> Maybe now it is, but... I just want to let me just qualify my statement and then we can move on because anyway. Okay. I think that so many people are saying that they're outraged over the treatment of women as shown in the tape, which I think that would be great if that's really what the outrage is over. I think a lot of the outrage is just over the use of the the, of vulgar language and people just being like, I don't want to get near that kind of gross sexual content. So I think it's more of a it's less about protecting women than it is. For some people, just like I'm squeamish. I think it runs the gambit. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people are outraged over the, you know, abuse of women part of it. And some people maybe are offended by the language. Yeah. And uh, you're right. It's both. It's both. This is uh, Ben politics talk. Right. I think, it, I, think I, it, I think it runs the gamut, though. Yes. Right? No, no. I'm talking about Gambit. You are. X, <laughs> X, isn't he an X-Man? Gambit? <laughs> You have to run with Gambit. <laughs> when I you was are... running with Gambit, but then Greg said Gambit. I just want to... <laughs> on this tape, though, it, it, I just think it's funny that this guy, he pops Tic Tacs, and then he likes to kiss. He gets he wants to kissy kissy on the girls. That <laughs> like That is so just hilarious to it's me. Dorkish. Like, it's dorkish. It's <laughs> dorkish. Let's talk about politics for like an hour. Let's all go around the table and talk about politics. I'm sorry. I did this to us. Allison, <laughs> why did you do this? Well, we don't have... We, look, I stopped. I'm just laughing about kissy kissy. <laughs> Tic Tacs and kissy. <laughs> he didn't say kissy. What did kiss. he say? Kiss him. He likes to kiss him. Kiss he him sometimes all over. He, yeah, Smoochy. he can't have... <laughs> Smoochy smooch. <laughs> I mean, that was the takeaway. That and other stuff. You guys, mm. I need to talk about Beachbody On Demand for a moment. Um, Beachbody is the company that makes uh, P90X and Insanity and um, these like exercise at home DVDs that I'm sure you're familiar with. Well, now they are a, they've come out with a streaming service so you can stream them on your TV or on your tablet or on your smartphone or what have you. And it's so convenient and it's awesome. And by the way, they have so many more uh, exercise programs than just P90X or Insanity. They have the 21-Day Fix Extreme. So if you have some kind of event coming up uh, and you need to like get in shape in 21 days, do that. They have T25. They have a three-week yoga retreat. And they also have a brand-new first-of-its-kind cooking show for healthy weight loss and portion control called Fixate. Um, this is just a few of the programs they have. I, I have Beachbody On Demand now, and they have so many different ones, and it's it's amazing and it's super convenient. Um, and they have a special program for pregnant women and they have a different exercise regimen for each trimester that you're in. And I think I mentioned this before. I thought given that I had worked out with a personal trainer for so long, um, 
that this would be like a piece of cake cake piece of cake for me <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard mm-hmm. uh so there's pretty pretty demanding difficult but not too difficult workouts and the awesome thing is you can get 30 days free so technically although i don't think they would love you to do this you could do like the tw- you could do one of the three week programs like 21 um, day fix or yoga retreat without even having to pay you could do it all for free um but i think you will fall in love with the service and you'll 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 want to keep going with it um and also if you travel it's awesome because you can just do it in your hotel room it's not it's it's Better than the thing where you sign up for the gym and then each month you watch them bill your credit card and yet you never ever go to the gym. Um, What? It's better than that. It's better than that. Absolutely. I agree. (laughs) As a traveler, I would have loved this. Yeah. This is really, really awesome. It's super awesome. And I've done these. I've done these incredible workouts. Yeah. For real. It's a really good workout. So it's a brand new service. Beachbody On Demand is, but already has almost a million members, and my listeners can get a free 30-day membership by texting Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, to 303030. So again, text Allison to 303030 and get a full 30 days of access to the entire platform for free. So again, text Allison to 303030 and get a full 30 days of access to the entire platform for free. Okay, it is around the time that we should do snack chat, except we've got Greg's stuff to talk about. You want to you snack first or you want to talk first? I want to snack first. Okay. I just want to say I love how awkward it got when Allison brought up politics, that this can be a place where we can all have a conversation and not have it be politics normally. I love how, that- how, how great it is that we can't talk about politics here. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, like, yeah. everything feels so fucking apocalyptic these days, but we can come here once a week and talk about ridiculous nonsense and not feel do, like we Do you have really to feel that d- way? Do you really feel like things feel apocalyptic? Sometimes it does. It just, it, it, even though I know intellectually that it gets overblown, it does feel like things get very serious. And it just, it's like nice to take a break from that. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm Absolutely. sorry that I. I'm sorry that my words were the turd in the punch bowl. You <laughs> wanted to talk about hug the bushy. I want to talk about hug the bushy. That's and then, all. Yeah, I want to talk about hug the bushy, and then all of a sudden, more words came out of my mouth, and then you I felt like I had yourself, to clarify. Allison. That's right. What's up, turds? <laughs> <laughs> I think about sup turds. You were here for that, right, Greg? Mm, was I? Oh, Jenna, you have. You must explain mm. that is. Sub turds is my Twitter persona. <laughs> Sub like, turds, that's what I do, okay? Yes. <laughs> so, for example, for many years, when I would compose a tweet, I would write sub turds first, write the tweet, and then delete, delete sub turds. Because that's like how I felt like this is who I'm talking to. Put on that, you know, that, Did it like, that voice. Like tone, sassy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Sup, turds. Yeah. I like it. I say it in my head all the time. I'll I want ca- Yeah. I don't, I, I feel be- like I want to say it when I walk in here, but I feel like. No, you should. Well, I feel like I'm working your side of the street. Like if I'm using your catchphrase <laughs> well, more yeah. than you, like I just want it to be used. Yes. Both no. Both by myself and in general. I would love to see it catch. I'm also going to say it to myself. Every time I read one of your tweets now. Please yeah. do. Yeah. Yes. Actually, a lot of people have said they do that now. I will absolutely be doing but that. But oh my God, you found a way around the 140 characters. <laughs> I know. People just add it <laughs> yeah, naturally. Yeah, that's so great. Oh, yeah. It's like a I, parenthetical implied. Brilliant. I kind of forgot. Well, I did it, and then it became such a habit of mine that I didn't really think about it, and Al saw it when we were dating. I was like, is that... What are you doing? 
And it's, like, yeah. it's just How a all your I notes do? start sup turds. <laughs> oh, you physically did it. You yeah, really I did it. I actually type it and then I would delete that's it. Awesome. That's what they yeah. taught her at the finishing school. She went to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pinkies out when you're tweeting sup turds. Right. Salt Lake finishing school. Yes. yes. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Snack chat. Okay, so Hope Halper, who also sent us the sixlets, sent us some treats from Israel. And by the way, I have to say, though, I have a couple other boxes of Snack Chat items, too. So if you have sent us Snack Chat items, don't worry, you're in the queue. I think we're <laughs> not to be it. confused with the Q man. That's right. Although they will be, in they the will queue. be in the queue yeah, right. <laughs> soon. That's right. So Greg is actually familiar with these. We have Bomba peanut snacks, which Hope described as like peanut flavored Cheetos, and then we have these chocolate wafers, um, chocolate wafer cookies. And Greg, what is your experience with these treats? <clears throat> I mean. I'm married to an Israeli woman, so I've eaten all of this stuff. This this bomba I've eaten hundreds of times. Ayala will will bring home a giant bag of these and plow thank you, Jeff, and plow through it to I think it reminds her of home. These are Osem Bomba, Zetov. So you would say like Maze, Zosem Bomba, Zetov. And what does that mean? Yeah, thank you. I think Osem interesting. Um I believe then Osem is actually like a Hebrew way of just saying awesome. Osem? Oh. Yeah. And Zetov, which is their slogan, just means it's good or they're good. Oh. Super short Jew or Mexican. These are really mm. good. These um, Bomba peanut snacks. They things. smell like peanut butter cookies. And I told you that I assumed that this woman, is this woman in, in Israel? No, she's in New York. I thought she would also send you, Osem makes these like ch- chicken cracker things. Soup crackers, soup nuts, they call them. Ooh. Like, that they put in all their soup that are just little teeny nuggets of chicken-flavored crackers that are a that super... sounds good. Very big deal in Israel. It sounds really salty. So, and like the kind of thing super, that if I ate salty. before being weighed, it would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. I, so what I really like about this is it's not like candy. It's not sweet. Right, they're savory. No. Yeah. It's savory. It's, it's like salty. eating peanut butter. Yeah, it's like actually eating peanuts. These well, you've had before in Tasteless at first, forms. and then it, like, it just punches you with peanut butter. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. And also, so this big bag of, of, there's a bunch of little bags in here, and there's more boxes of chocolate cookies. So everyone's going home with bombas and chocolate cookies. Everyone at you this table. You get some bombas. As much bomba as you give me, Ayala will eat it in a day. She's obsessed with this stuff. And Hope said that Israel apparently has the lowest number of peanut allergies, and they think it's because... They eat a lot of this, so like the baby, the baby in utero is exposed to peanuts. It's a study done by the Bomba Institute of Technology. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by Mister Peanut, actually. So start eating peanut butter, honey. I have, I have been trying to have peanuts now and then. Um, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know you could like train your baby, your unborn baby, to not be allergic. I think they think they that say that if you're yeah, if you expose them to peanuts, it's better for them. They think. I read that they think that the rise in um, peanut allergies is uh, mothers not exposing their baby to peanut peanuts that's and peanut butter early enough. That's well, correct. What if you ate poison ivy? Yeah. What about I'll that? I'll try it, and then I'll drink calamine. <laughs> my uh, my baby's going to be like the Count of Monte Cristo. He's going to be immune to all poisons. I'm going to slowly introduce him 
into his. Uh, we'll talk about this later, honey. But is this in I'm, utero or no? I've got a plan. Rasputin quants. Yeah. <clears throat> in like the 1900s, did kids just drop dead all the time if they got near peanuts? Like what? What happened before we knew how to keep? Well, first of all, I I, I did doubt die. peanuts were as common, right? Oh. Like, I mean, if you think about it, peanut butter and peanuts probably weren't everywhere the way they are. What now. year did George Washington Carver make that, the peanut grape? Uh, ni- no, that was like in the 1900s, was it? Well, that and like we have all the packaged foods that they didn't have that could have had peanuts, right? Or like it's peanut. just not, yeah, right. it's like completely it's different. Mm-hmm. But yes, they would drop dead all the time. It was the 19th century right I, I guess I just like I'm not sure if like there like it sounds like we're saying more people have peanut allergies now than they did then I think that is the case that but is, it's yeah. all, but also but I think what you're per- perhaps driving at is but they couldn't really keep track of everyone who had yeah peanut I guess so. or they may have had peanut yeah. allergies and not known it right and it was like oh he just died of right gout or whatever yeah. yeah it was just consumption all the yeah. time yeah um, right? Isn't that but I do have a question. Let's say you have a kid who legitimately has a peanut allergy. Yeah, and they're in utero, and you eat peanuts. What happens? Or maybe those the allergies don't really Probably manifest yeah. until the baby is. What if you have a teenager and he's listening to in utero and eating peanuts? <laughs> that is also a great question. Hmm. hmm. All right. I don't know. I don't really have an answer to that one. Yeah. I like Bomba. I didn't used to like it, but the I Bomba's like it. good. It is good. Yeah. Now you can get these at um, which type? Only the Hebrew grocery stores. No, you can get them at Ralph's. You can get them at Ralph's. Yeah, in the, in the, oh, in the, in the, in in the Israeli the... section. Yeah. All right. Now one is chocolatey, one is peanut buttery. Uh-oh. Oh, don't my God. you dare put those together. Do it. Don't. Do it. Waiting to happen. Someone that would be a huge the mistake. Two. That would be a huge mistake. No, that's smart. That get Who's your peanut butter out of my chocolate. If you go to Israel, you will eat a lot of these. Someone gonna try three hundred cucumbers. Is it gonna oh, be you? Five hundred tomatoes. Oh. No, 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 I'll totally do it. Do it. I love chocolate and peanut butter. You're a crazy man, Jeff. There are. We have more bags. A couple left I'm in here. Living on the razor's edge, laughing to face of death. This Russell, is how Russell, sushi Russell. got invented, by the way. There was a guy running a podcast. <laughs> and he saw some rice and he saw some fish. And he said, I could do worse. Realize it's almost been one year since the Halloween dinner party. Oh, wow. wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I thought about that on the drive over today. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I was so pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Oh and now God. I'm so pregnant. It's so crazy. Yeah, this year has gone by really fast. Mm-hmm. There's something else which I can't remember right now, but there's something else that I was like, I can't believe that was a year ago. Oh, I know. Something when Wendy, last October, when Wendy got her board of televaccines, I got a note from the vet. I guess it wasn't that exciting. <laughs> it was like, Jeff, I really was. How- All right, he's done it. It's pretty good. The ratio is tricky because the bumbas aren't really peanutty, but the other thing is kind of chocolatey. So right. you have to do a lot of the bumba and a little bit of the wafer. Mm. But I think it could work. I'm going to keep doing some research. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Hope Halper, for these delicious treats, which we will all be going home with. Okay. So, um, people have been like, where's Greg? What's going on? Et cetera. Then I think a lot of people know that, you know, your life circumstances have kind of changed. So they're, they get it. Um, but I wanted to just address really what is going on. And so Greg and I put a letter on Facebook, which a lot of people have seen, but I thought, let's just read it 
uh, in case they haven't seen it, and then we can talk about it. Um, okay, so... You read it simultaneously? <laughs> yes. <laughs> smart. All right, so um, this is from me. Hi. <laughs> That's how I sound. <laughs> As many of you have noticed, Greg has been absent from the last two shows because he was shooting a pilot. I completely forgot to mention it on air, which I feel terrible about because I know it's raised questions regarding his whereabouts. For these two weeks, it was truly just a scheduling conflict preventing him from doing the show, but I want to be very transparent and fill you all in on the bigger picture stuff going on. Greg's work situation and life circumstances have changed recently, and he's in the process of figuring out where the show fits into all of this. To be clear, the idea of not having Greg on the show is heartbreaking to me. Now, is any of this true? <laughs> or did you just... I want it to be. Okay. You know, I want it to be, yeah. Um, I love him as a friend, and I love him on the show. I know Aww. you guys feel the same. However, Aww. out of respect for him and what's on his plate, I'm trying to be as accommodating and hands-off as possible while he figures out what he wants to do. And I think we all know. That's hard for me. <laughs> Do yes, that's hard for you. You've been incredibly cool. Thank yeah. you. Incredibly cool. I don't know. I mean, probably. But th- well, then again, though, it depends. I know he loves doing the show, and I know he loves all of you. But I also know that his true aspirations are behind the camera. To be honest, the idea of finding a replacement scares me. This pregnant lady shed some tears over, I can't do this again. I can't rebuild the show again. Did you actually cry? You didn't cry. I did. You did? Yeah, but when you're... But don't feel that bad because when you're pregnant, everything makes you cry and you go from like one to ten of emotions very quickly. Okay. So I just suddenly felt overwhelmed over like... Like just, I I can't, I can't do this. How can I do this? Um, Like I don't know how to, I don't know... uh, but um, but but see, as I say, but then I realized, yes, I can. <laughs> this is nervous. People come and go, and life circumstances change. We've been lucky, and I, this is very true. We've been lucky to have Greg for such a long run. But if he needs to take time off, we will try out different people in the chair, and something great will come out of this, I am sure. And Greg won't be a stranger. He'll be welcome back as often as his schedule allows. So although nothing is really decided yet, I just wanted to let you guys in on what's going on because I know there's confusion. Initially, Greg wanted to wait to discuss this until he's back on the show, most likely next week, which is uh, right now. But I talked to him about my concerns about being transparent with the audience, and he's on board. He also has a few things to say. I hate babies. (laughs) Can Al read my part? Oh, sure. You got to give the people what they want. They want your voice. That's true. I think they probably do want Greg's voice. All right, all right, all right. right, right. They've heard enough of me. Do it in surfer talk. No. <laughs> Sup, turds. Sup, Smee, Greg. It's weird to read what your own letter. I right? know. I felt uncomfortable doing it. You did. The so only did, I so know. Did I. <laughs> I just the reason I wanted Can to. Can I just paraphrase it? <sighs> Verbatim. The reason I want to read it is I just feel like we're talking a bit like not everyone has heard it. I, I know it's weird. I'm not sure it's why like we're an doing audio this. Book. Please, yes, just read it. Read, just it. read it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank just you, Jenna. It. Jenna. Kim Jones loves it when I feel awkward at this table, by the way. <laughs> it is any time I ever am like squirming in my chair, I'm I so look sorry. over at Jenna and she has like the biggest smile on her face. <laughs> it is her favorite thing when I feel horrible. Oh, and awkward I'm so sorry. No, but, but it's what, true. It's one of the things I appreciate you, Jenna. It's very perverse and very funny. But I, nobody at this table as a listener enjoyed hearing me read my journal entries more than oh, Jenna. Oh, I just love it. I just, it was just the best thing ever. Um, hi, everyone. It's me, Greg. Hi, Greg. <laughs> what Allison just said is 100% true, especially the part about how insanely talented and consistently hilarious I am. <laughs> and then in parentheses, I wrote, 
<laughs> I didn't actually read the letter. She said that, right? This is totally a sight gag, by the way. This doesn't really track when you're saying it out loud. No, really, I read it. It's true. That references out what Allison just said. And then this is really where the letter starts. Does this make any sense? Well, it would if you just read it. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> my father died, which has been pretty sucky. I wrote sucky in relation to the death of my father. What a gentle and sensitive man I am. <laughs> Plus, I'm considering a job that would change my schedule pretty radically, and I just don't really know what's next. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good typo there. Please do. Oh, yeah, this one's important. Please do not waste even one second of your lives thinking this has anything to do with anything but my own current life situation. That's my way of saying... I think it was nanosecond. Nanosecond. Don't like listen to old episodes and be like, one time Allison said that thing and I think he was pissed. That's why. I have fun every time I do the show. I love everyone on it. I also never intended for this to be a permanent thing in my life. It just sort of happened. So at least for a spell, I might not be here all the time. Like instead of regular, I'll be irregular. And the show will still be great, and the drops will still be awesome, and Jenna's favorite fruits will still be the apple and the pineapple. And then I signed it by saying, one time my dad ate my sister's biscuit when she was on her period. Great. My dad once ate my sister's biscuit on her period. <laughs> so, do you yeah. Think that, do you think that the people bought it? I think they, <laughs> I think they did. Oh, my okay. God. If they read the text, too, when Allison fired me, they would fucking oh trip out so, so hard. So, oh so I've been making him read that letter on the air. Is I know, is that a little weird? Yeah. So Greg In and a I have text, had, of all things. Greg so, and I have had many awful. phone conversations, and <laughs> he keeps talking about wanting to, like, mock up a a thing where I fire him via text and I'm right. like, let's, please, let's not do that. I don't think that, I think that would be funny, but I also think via it text would or via text. If you guys do it, Al and I will dramatically read it. Ooh. So, oh, just tempting. saying. Just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just want to make it clear because I feel like people... I, I worry that people think that Greg hasn't been here because I've been like, Greg, I don't want you to come. Hell no. I want as much Greg as I can get but I recognize that the Greg is scarce. And I these think days. that people need to, like, once a week, it's a big commitment. Yeah. It's like a huge thing, especially if you have a job to come on Monday nights. It's a big deal. It's like really well, I cool. I don't really want to say that because Alan Jenna come every Monday night. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, it's a commitment. Um, but there's a lot more to my. Yeah, do you want to take Well, I mean, I am probably going to take a fairly life changing job. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, if I had to take a guess. Blue Man Group. Yes. Ah! I, I will now be in the touring ensemble of you Blue Man Group. It. You yeah, won't I know, regret I know. it. They came after me pretty hard, actually. Good. Um, <laughs> and there's that. Uh, and I am sort of at like... Uh, my head is just full of shit language. I'm sort of at like a... I keep wanting to say crossroads. Yeah, I'm at like okay. a I'm at a crossroads. Okay. Life crisis you know, is what it's yeah, called. Just listen to some Britney Spears. It does that to you. I'm probably creeping up on one of those. Um... So I'm just going to step back for a little bit. Greg, it's perfectly understandable. Totally. I think that But a bummer. It's yes. a bummer for us. Such a bummer. Obviously, it's a huge bummer and I know that a lot of the fans love you, mm. but they will get over you so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I just promise so you don't even have to worry like no guilt, you know. Um, well, everybody has been super nice. Super super super. Yeah, nice. the reaction to the letter has been very everyone's very understanding and it's been it's been good i also yeah, live like a really selfish life because i don't have kids so there's a lot of times when someone's like hey do you want to go fishing on monday and i'm like yeah i want to go fishing on monday and i i feel like a jerk you know um so i don't want to like be that guy who's like i may or may not be there on monday you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. 
Um, and I've started to feel a little bit like that person too. But, and I mean this in a non-pressury way, mm-hmm. you will come back from time to time though, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. I don't know what's going to happen if I take this job. I don't know what my life will be like now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know that I will have less control probably over my life than I'm right. having. I will say as someone who's been a fan of other radio shows, I think when you listen to a program a lot, you get really um, invested in the people yeah. and like sort of what's going on. So I think people are going to want to know what's going on with you. When you they're going to want you to check in. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm very invested in Lynn Rosetto Casper. You guys listen to The Splendid Table? No. no? Well, it's a cooking show I like. Anyway, I understand. It's a show about life's appetites. Or it's a show for people who love to cook. Boner sandwich. Where would so I maybe, so maybe, maybe don't <laughs> come back right. so frequently. I can't believe I'm the only one at this table who listens to The Splendid Table. Where is Rosetta Casper? Is it, it on play with no. pavement? Or is it- <laughs> she actually does have some fairly hit music. It's on NPR. It's, it's NPR's Weekly Cooking. Jeff? Is, yeah, that's the show that uh, the SNL sketch... Was based on oh, with of the two Nordon um, and the other woman, the sweaty balls one. No, oh, the, that's the, that. The 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 quiet talking. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the was sweaty balls. On, yeah, yeah. That's Lynn Rosetta Casper, Splendid Table. I love that show. Anyway, I was, I've invested. In I her was life. gonna check it out until Jeff commented on what that is a takeoff on, and now I'm not so into it. Mm. So anyway, all I'm saying is I know what it's like to be invested in a radio person. <laughs> <laughs> Are, it was though. worth the journey. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah. I could have taken a little longer to get to that point. <laughs> Still want me on the show? Jesus. That was like nine minutes of talking about Lynn Rosetto Casper. Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, look, Aww. we'll still play your drops. Yes. Okay. It'll be like you're here. Um, and I will miss being here every Monday. I love you guys. I've had a, we this love has you been too. a very, yeah. very, very so interesting, fun. fun journey for me. Oh my god! We're still gonna have a dinner party, and you guys can all come. Oh yeah! You and I, you'll come over. You'll have to come for the Christmas spectacular live show that we do. Daniel has been lobbying for a Christmas spectacular. We should do that. (laughs) I like the idea. I love the idea. I feel like we needed to like we need to do 2007's Christmas spectacular. I know. I mean, I just it was gonna end. It was gonna end with a nativity scene with live animals, and it was gonna be great. It's but, probably not too late to do it on. Are there animals in the nativity scene? If you sure. do a live nativity in yeah, uh, yeah. the donkey, Radio they, City Hall, or they have camels. Yeah, yeah. they do the whole thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that show? I haven't, but I sad I never took advantage. I lived like down the street from it, so yeah, it's never fun. seen it either. But Daniel has. I like the Blue Man Group version of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it is truly wild. horrific! It's wild. So if there could be a show that Greg had to do. Was Blue Man Group the funniest, like, to picture him in? Or is it, like, Phantom of the Opera or something like that? Oh, oh. It's, like, Cats. some... Funny. No, Cats. it's, like, a modern dance type show where it's right. very... Like yeah. Newsies? No. Like, How about him being, like, one, one of 20 Billy Rockets? Joel music? Kick line? Oh. Was it Billy Joel? No, it was... Are you talking um, about Paul Simon's Cape Man? No. Kinky Boots? <sighs> what was it? Oh, it I think the, it, any one of those things where they take like doo-wop music and they yeah, set a musical around what it. What was it called? I would, I would eat a sword Boys? before no, I had to do that. I don't remember. Mamma Mia. It was really big right when I got to New York in like 2004, but I'm totally spacing on what it was. That's great. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Greg would be awesome. Actually, it would be horrible for him. But Those things, are, they terrify me. Yeah. Well, now we need to figure out what you're thinking of. I know. Billy Joel musical. Was it Billy Joel? I don't know if it was Billy Joel. Let me just... Oh, uh, John? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aida? No. Is that one? No, that's not... That would be a really weird one for you to be Isn't that Elton John in that? Yeah, he did music for that. Yeah. 
Um, sorry. Hold the on. Pirates of Penzance is that one? That would be weird too, but I'm not thinking about that. Uh, bye bye, Birdie. Cats? I don't even know. Now we're just naming music. <laughs> yeah, now you're I'm just not naming. sure what the what's the criteria. Just funniest to picture him as moving the out. Oh yeah, there was a music. Just, Billy Joel did a musical of Moving Out. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I feel like you'd really hate that one. God. <laughs> I don't know. I'll I'll buy you a ticket to Blue Man Group and go with you. Uh, just just to and then I'll just vine the whole thing. Uh, I, I periscope just, periscope it. Broadway terrifies me <laughs> so many levels. Like I very briefly dated a girl who was really into Broadway, and I knew the relationship was doomed. Did you guys see any shows together? God no. <laughs> no, I didn't get that far. But I could see that was in the future. She was into Broadway like she wanted to be on Broadway? No, she wanted to like, she would Go sing. She would, you'd get in her car and she'd be listening to show tunes. Mm. Which to me is, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> I know people do that. But to me it's crazy. Some people. Yeah. To you it's normal. Crazy people yeah. do that. Like, Don't look at me, like Mister. Me, like me, I was gonna say it's, it's the <laughs> no. Q Monster is way more into listening to musicals <laughs> than I, listen I am. To musicals. Oh. It's all right. It's a lot of Hamilton. Chunky chicken Been vegetable. Chunky chicken vegetable. <laughs> chunky chicken vegetable. Chunky chicken vegetable. Chunk. Oh boy. <laughs> is that a vocal exercise? Yeah. Yeah, that was a warm up. I forgot yeah. the other ones, but it was yeah. Anyway, He's doing a whole musical based on that. <laughs> <laughs> chunky chicken vegetable soup. Um. You guys, not ending the show yet, but just changing things up. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. And if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the Amazon banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you guys so much for your Amazon support. Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me. <clears throat> I mean, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter <laughs> at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? <laughs> at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z. And uh, D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> or Q Monster in the house. Oh, man. Al. I am at the hashtag Al everywhere. Jenna. You can find me at Jenna Kim Jones, Twitter and Instagram. And if you haven't already, why not give a listen to our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones? You can listen to it pretty much everywhere where podcasts are found. Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. Or you can just hit up my website, jennakimjones.com, for all things me and what's going on in my life. La 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 la. <laughs> That's horrible. That sounds like Smurfs. Oh, what a compliment! <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean it reminded me of Smurfs. You guys, me of the, beginning the of Smurfs thing. are the original Blue Man Group. They really are. Come on, come on. I never was very comfortable with the Smurfs, though. Yeah, you weren't. So this is a trend in my life. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're they're kind of creepy too. They were I think. a little irritating. Were they? I found it. Yeah, I liked Azriel. Remember the cat Gargamel's yes. cat? I was mm. into that cat. But I just mm-hmm. like cats. I like their <laughs> three apples tall. It's so specific. Where should we go for you, Greg? They're three apples tall. Yeah, that's how tall Smurfs are. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I was like Handy Smurf a lot because he was like a weird. He looked like a dude from a gay porn kind of, <laughs> but he was a Smurf. Um, I'm at Dong Attack. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Brow Advisor says, have, by the way, well, I'll read it and then I'll give my commentary. Have an irrational fear of looking out a window at night and seeing someone staring back at me. I read this in the middle of the night and it creeped me out. Um, I don't know if I have that fear, but that after reading it, I do. 
I don't have the fear that I'll see them staring back at me, but I do have the fear that there are people I can't see staring at me. Mm. So because at night, if you have the lights on, it's just a mirror and they can see in. I, I don't understand people who leave their front window like wide open, the curtains at night. Because when I'm walking Wendy, I, I can just stand there for 45 minutes just staring into their living room <laughs> watching them and they and don't know they're like there's this guy he's been standing <laughs> yeah. outside our window for four totally minutes. Guy keeps coming back <laughs> like you can get real close and they don't know you're there oh it's, that's so scary it's crazy right yes the only yeah. uh, the only time i've had this fear is our kitchen window that's right above the sink that's the only time if i'm washing dishes late at night or getting a drink of water i think this would be the spookiest time for someone to really just appear right at that window. And I only have it right at that window late at night. True Otherwise, con- I never confession, think this. Mm-hmm. When I take out the trash, sometimes I want to do that. I know you, you do. And I'm prepared for it because I, 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 I just know like when he's out taking the garbage out, if I'm washing the dishes or doing something in the kitchen, I'm mentally prepared like he's going to try and scare me. He's going to try and scare me. And it will probably work. But I try really hard to be ready for it and i never have and but that's how you're Jenna going to pepper sprayed out <laughs> <I know. laughs> um i i think i've mentioned before i'm a little creeped out when i walk into our bedroom in the middle of the night after a little nibbles adventure <laughs> or just going to the bathroom seeing myself in the mirror freaks me mm. out for a second because what if it's not me what if it's a person <laughs> a very large person larger the, every day the other night it was like 2.30 in the morning, huge crash bang. Sounded like someone was trying to like break through a window or something really spooky. Woke me up, scared the heck out of me. So of course I woke Al up and was like, go look it. Go see if someone's breaking into our house. I'll sacrifice you, go. <laughs> and he walked around in nothing, but I, the rest of the night, couldn't sleep because I was certain. And I'm sure it was just the neighbors being noisy. They're very close to us. But it was the first time where I genuinely got spooked and thought, oh my gosh, someone's trying to get in the house. It was weird. Ooh, I just went right back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. me. That is scary. Yeah. So I woke up like 27 times to make sure no one stole Sam. That was like mm. the fear. I don't mm-hmm. know. Ugh, it's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, Stupid is, is not the word I would use. I think you're good. I don't think anyone's going to try to steal her, but I, I understand the fear. But I have this, uh, my mom My mom loves to scare me, and she always puts these such crazy scenarios, but there was this recently, now I'm just going to tell you a random story that mm-hmm. probably has nothing to it's do okay. with this. Okay. So the recently I was I had walked to the grocery store and was walking home with Sam in the stroller, and this homeless lady followed me for like a couple blocks. And in my head... I thought like, oh, this is kind of weird. This is spooky. But I was on the phone with my mom and I said, oh, I think this woman is following me. So I like, my mom's like, well, you got to go a crazy way home because you don't want her to know where you live because she'll probably, she probably saw how cute Samantha is and she's probably, you know, mentally ill and might come back to your house and try and steal her. And so ever since my mom told me that. some comforting mom shit right there. Soothing. Chances are. Janae told me that. I have this insane fear that someone's going to try and steal Sam. Way to talk you out onto the ledge. Did she follow you all the way home? No, I lost her. I went and I turned and went around the block and she didn't follow zigzags. me. Zigzags. <laughs> Do you think she really was following you or just going the same direction? I couldn't tell because she was clearly homeless. And so I wasn't sure. So she has nowhere to go. Right. And she's in like a super residential neighborhood. It's not like. She didn't live there. 
Well, maybe, but... Right. But after you make three right turns, if they're still behind you, it's like, what are you doing? That, yeah. I do that. Yeah. We're not all taking the same U-turn path here. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. There was the neighbor, our sort of area is kind of a homeless migration area. They kind of come through it to get to Hollywood or away. And yeah, you guys but are in Hobo d- Town, right? Yeah. <laughs> but also to go through and get the recyclables. Well, yeah. A lot of, a lot of trash sorting through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, when I used to walk the dog at night a lot, uh, the dog being Oliver, um, there would be, I've had a couple of instances like that where there would be weird sketchy homeless people following me and i would do the whole like right turn yeah. right turn or you know you kind of walk and then when you get around the corner and then you run and turn you know just <laughs> because you don't want them to start chasing you well yeah um but that I one will, i wonder i'm not belittling your fears at all mm-hmm. i'm just wondering here comes the belittling how <laughs> frequently <laughs> like do the fear of the homeless person chasing you. So this to- one, the guy was actually yelling at me. Oh, so it wasn't okay, an irrational yeah. like. Oh, always right. that guy. He was literally. Oh, you telling told me, me about that. That he was, was a, like, that was "Hey, N word, I'm gonna kill you, N word." Like Ugh. across the street. How close was, was this guy to? He you? was like across the street, but it was a residential street. And there was no one else. I appreciate just- that he wasn't saying the whole word though. Well, no, I'm, I'm just confused as to why he was saying that to Daniel. Right, um, how bad was his business? I know. Well, he was nuts. He, he was crazy. So you just don't want to like make eye contact or acknowledge right, them. Right, yeah. And, you know, and so I was like, huh? but then you get around the corner and then you're like, ah, and you, you told me that was a, that, that was a, uh, that is spooky. That was scary. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. But did you have another angle you wanted to go at him that was a little bit more belittling? Because that yeah. one you sort of justify, but I thought you were leaning into a belittlement. <laughs> well, look, Please if I had known the that truth, <laughs> if I had known that he really was chased, yeah, don't you feel at, guilty then, now? Yeah. My favorite story, though, is when See, Daniel. <laughs> I couldn't find... I was going to interview Ken Jong, and I had the DVD for Dr. Ken, and I couldn't find it, and I, like, I, it was the night before I was going to interview him, and I'm like, oh, no, I, I think I accidentally threw it out, Oh, and yeah. you had to go out we in told the trash. I know, yeah. but it's my favorite story. I and mean, I it's, out, it's good. I went out and, uh, and helped. He was he was picking through the garbage, and I was like, here, let me, let's, I, I need to, and I was like helping him. There was him. a guy picking through the garbage, and you, yeah, you together you picked through the garbage. Like, I know where there's a stash of bottles. Let me help you out. <laughs> he was so he was nice. He was a headlamp. I yeah, I was he was super nice and very helpful and at the, I wanted and then I'm like, do you tip him at this point? Like I don't know what to do. Just run upstairs and grab six empty wine bottles or whatever. Is <laughs> yeah. it tip? Does yeah. that mean? Okay, sorry. And then it turned out no. the DVD was on my desk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Elisa Torres says, when I see when I see a dog on TV from an old TV show, I get sad because I know the dog is dead now. For example, a dog I saw on Golden Girls. We have done a very similar one, but um, I wanted to do this one because I don't remember a dog on Golden Girls. Oh, me neither. Was it like a guest? Hey, it must they be were all dogs, dog. if you ask me. <laughs> right, Al? <laughs> just some locker room talk, Daniel? Yeah, this is just locker room. I can get away with it. It's fine. It's locker room talk. They're all someone's grandma. They're all someone's grandma. Trivia note, that's what my group of best friends, my girlfriends, me, we called each other the Golden Girls. That was Wait, the thing. what? Yeah, like my three best girlfriends and me, were, we called our circle of friends the which Golden Girls. Which one were you? Yeah, which one were you? I was the... Uh, no, I was uh, <laughs> the old woman. You're so Sophia? Getting. Sophia, yeah. It, yeah, that was, that was our, those were our nicknames for each when other. When people ask you, you which... You are like if you're a Miranda or a whatever, Carrie. you just say say Blanche. 
No, Blanche was my. Is Blanche B. Arthur? No, oh, that's Which Dorothy. One? Blanche oh. is Rue McClanahan. Right. Which friend. one was, was uh, Betty White? Rose. 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 Rose not. But wait. I, I mean, didn't know that you had a, I didn't know you had a foursome of best girlfriends, yeah. Greg. This is yeah, I do. I have. The hit and run and this? We're learning things about you. One of them is Mike, my writing partner, Mike Henry's wife, oh. Tamar. One of them is my best friend. Which one was she? I can't remember. I'm going to get this wrong and someone's going to fucking yell at me about it. But she was one of them. One of them is my best friend, Abby, and the other one is my best friend, Carmen, who lives in New York. Golden girls don't call each other out on things like that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, so I think Elisa needs to write in and let us know who the dog was. James Leroy Wilson never heard of NCIS before there was a show. Not only have I never heard of it, I never even thought, like, is that a real thing? What is it? Crime um, investigation something? Crime investigation services company. What? Is it NCIS? NCIS. I guess C- that's everyone. I-S. The I is for sure investigative. And the C has got to be crime. Crime. CSI. And it's CSI, crime scene investigators. Right. So what is NCIS? S-I. Wait. Is that what it is? NCIS. NCIS. I'm only I'm only saying this because of the internet. It the N stands for naval. They're, they're, oh, they're right. Yeah. Naval. Oh, they're in the navy. Are all in the navy. I've, naval I've investigation, crime, and services. Mm-hmm. So it's naval boat crimes. Oh, I thought NCIS was a Dick Wolf show that was in New York. No. Huh? Naval crime Law investigative service. Is that so? CSI and NCSI and CIS have nothing to do with each other. No, correct. correct. Nothing. Yeah, two different systems. But what about JAG? <laughs> that's <laughs> what about Judge JAG? Advocate General. That's yeah, also I, a naval uh, court show. One is more about is crime. JAG scenes. still on the air, or is no, no, JAG no. off? <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> oh boy! Thank you. Becky Milliner says, <laughs> "I." Can, I can never remember from OQ man. You did it again. Thanks. Saving the episode. I can never remember from outlet to outlet which way the vacuum cleaner plug goes into the outlet, regular way or upside down. Mm. No, nor can I. I feel like it's it's a it's an outlet by outlet situation. That I don't you understand the question. Like the bigger prong and the littler prong. Yeah. Yeah, I never know. What, are we talking about the attachments, like the hoses and stuff? No, the no, actual plug, plug. So like, plug into the, into the outlet. Yeah. So the trick with a typical vacuum is it has two prongs, right? And then it has that little piece that allows you to connect it to the cable for storage. Oh, yeah, and does yeah, that yeah. go on top or bottom, bottom when you plug it in? And this person can't remember if it's on top or bottom every time you have to replug it. Oh, in. I know what you're oh, saying. Oh, is that it? I, right? Because well, no, it's either I'm upside confused. down or Well, Al's saying when on the plug, you know how it has that little... Is a little grab. Yes. Yes. I think what she's talking about is that some appliances have polarized plugs where yeah. one prong is larger than the other, right. so it only you can only plug it into the outlet right. one way. Right, and I I'm always that's what she's talking. That's about. what I right. thought she was talking about. She can never remember from outlet to outlet. But me neither. Yeah, but that's I don't understand why that question would be specific to a vacuum cleaner. Because I don't think it is. Many it's products not. have a polarized plug. Yeah, well, but rarely but a, do you carry a coffee maker from plug to plug. <laughs> a vacuum you're constantly carrying. Correct. Plug to plug. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Nightcloud says, sometimes I genuinely wonder whether or not people who wear heavy makeup can get red-faced. I can tell you, it reduces it quite a bit. When I'm in full TV makeup, because I used to have a, I haven't had it lately, but I used to constantly flush. In fact, Jenna knows I referred to it as penis face because, (laughs) all right, allow me to explain. Wait. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. This is one of those shows where if you try to listen to it in any sort of a linear fashion, we like introduce <laughs> a topic and there's like 20 minutes. These are the best ones. The yeah. one where like nothing. I think at some point on this show, TV time started and was totally aborted. Did we talk about Westworld? Oh, I think I just. <laughs> no, we, no, we, yeah. no, we didn't because I Greg accidentally told to the story Al about the new pavement. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All I want to say is Westworld's really good. I'm super great. Into it. Okay. Worth it. Anyway. <laughs> TV time. Westworld's great. Okay. Yeah, it's so good. You guys should watch it. Yeah, anyway, kind of creepy, but really good. So anyway, <laughs> back at the old place of biz, uh, I would show up to record the podcast, and they'd be like, oh, hey, a film crew's here. We're recording a segment for something. And I'm like, you guys... <laughs> Please, you got to give me some advance notice so I can put on makeup if we're going to be on camera because they never, ev- they would never, ever let me know mm-hmm. ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get that for guys, it's kind of the same whether you're going to be on camera or not. But for us ladies, there's a makeup situation that has to happen. So I asked Matt, if, if you know, can you please let me know? And then we joked about creating a special calendar. And I explained the reason I need to know is because sometimes my face will flush. And when it, it's like, especially my nose gets like, it's like spongy tissue that gets swollen and engorged, much like a penis. So I said, mm. I've got like penis face. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Daniel's never wanted to leave me more than right now. Mm. Daniel's face. Anyway, t- let's talk about your penis engorged face. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is the skin on my face reacts much like penile skin. Uh-huh. Gets swollen and red and throbbing and hot. And oh. <laughs> so <Slow> <laughs> I feel like it's happening right now, actually, because I feel warm. So, But for the most part, I don't have this problem anymore, except you don't, you for don't today. Have, you don't get penis face that often anymore? No, I haven't mm-hmm. had penis face in a long time. So we were joking back in the old days that we need to create a special penis face calendar. So I would know when the TV crews were coming. Because oh, I thought fear, it was a calendar. It was like 12 months of penis oh, faces. Oh, my God, that'd be great, too. It's like, oh, you seen that January penis face? Yeah. Yeah. It's so ruddy. Um... Because my fear was always being on camera when I was having an episode of Penis Face. Anyway, it really doesn't happen to me very often. However, like I said, I have been feeling flush tonight. But with makeup on, I can get fully flush and you really don't notice it. Jenna? Uh, Agreed. Makeup is key, very important, and hides lots of things. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) The funny thing is I do put full makeup on my penis. (laughs) Right, I don't and then know you if draw a face what, on it. Yeah, <laughs> lipstick and everything. <laughs> okay. Demian Cordova says, "When I see acorns on the ground, I step on them because I like the crunch sound they make." I acorns. Mean, that was my reaction. Where are acorns? Yeah, because he lives in California. We had but an I, acorn tree in my backyard when I was a kid, and I grew up in Pasadena. Did They're, you step on them? Yeah, all the time. Acorns are the best. Acorns when you're a kid. When you, there are two amazing things that can that can be near you: acorns and kumquats because mm-hmm. nothing is better for throwing at people and cars yeah, and shit like those are the two best things we to just throw. had dirt clods <laughs> <laughs> kumquats were made to throw at cars that's yeah. like what their function is and it says that in like the bible or yeah. is that in the bible Al? it's true yeah it's yeah. Uh, genesis it, chapter one yeah, yeah. I remember that. Just, they just started off like right. that <laughs> um and i have a lot of memories of doing that with acorns of crushing didn't you when you were in 
When you grew up here, you have to eat acorns when you're in third grade. Remember the year you study all the Native American stuff? Yes, but I don't remember. And they I make remember, you eat acorn mush. Did you have to go to the to a mission? Yes, I remember yeah. missions. Yeah. But I don't remember acorns. Yeah, you had to eat acorns. If you did that whole thing, and everybody who grew up in California did that, you ate acorns. I've blocked. I remember eating um, space ice cream when we studied the solar system. <laughs> I don't remember we that. We studied actually. the solar <laughs> system? You didn't study the solar system? Well, yeah, but... And space ice cream isn't ice cream? from the solar system. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, Saturn gave it to us. No. <laughs> it's from Earth, honey. Yeah, but they yep. eat it when they're in the solar system. <laughs> when they're in the solar uh-huh. We are in the solar system now. Well, a lot of- we're we presently in the solar system. <laughs> Get out. Um, it's true. It's true. I don't even know how... I, I really... I'm having like a real... Real... F- fuzzy feeling regarding acorns i don't even think i've seen one uh, but apparently I've oh eaten they're them. cute they have a little hat yeah you know, they yeah. Like i know what they hat. look like i just don't think i've seen them is in there a, life. is there a nut inside of it or is the nut wearing a hat no there's a nut inside of yeah. it yeah you can open it up they're super bitter they're disgusting yeah, they're i really ate them a year wrong. ago at a restaurant that was serving them as part of like a super hipstery meal yeah and they they're super disgusting they're no good. they taste horrible yeah so for the most part they're not used in a culinary sense just to i mean if you're like no. a, in the nez pierce or whatever yeah. they're yeah. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah if you're starving or something but they are edible but they're gross they're best in slingshots yes for sure where do you guys come down on the chestnut uh, i think chestnuts uh, smell really good when you pass nuts for nuts in new york in the winter yeah but i don't think they taste that good I honestly don't think I've ever eaten one. Oh, you are to chestnuts as I am to acorns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Christmas time, my mom's really into having all of like a big bowl of nuts and then you actually have to crack them open. Oh, wow. And it's like a whole thing. And it's her dream to have all her children <laughs> sitting around <laughs> cracking nuts, but I... making no jokes about yeah. it <laughs> and drinking hot chocolate. And we can't do it every year. It's yeah. like, it's just mom. It's six of your kids we are going to joke about what is happening. <laughs> it is impossible to elevate this conversation to what you want it to be. Anyway, I, I but I've always avoided the chestnuts. Um, does she give you guys each your own nutcracker? Mm-hmm. And yeah. are they decorative nutcrackers? No, no, they're just normal kind mm. of. Right, those like little mm-hmm. pliery things. I feel like I had to work for the nuts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, um, note the time cut. <laughs> Wait, Isn't there a balls. nutcracker that's shaped like a the nutcracker? Oh, they can <laughs> suck my nuts. Yeah. Did, the, did the nutcracker, the musical, was it inspired by Cracking nuts. a nutcracker or did they make nutcrackers? Wait a minute. Oh, that's oh, a they good can question. Suck my yeah. nuts. No, that's, a good, that's a good question. I imagine it was something that inspired the musical. Is yes. the is the I mean, nutcracker yeah, the, the musical? Is there a nutcracker in it? Yes, yes. there is. Okay, yeah. comes one. to life, right? So yeah. that wasn't yeah. like they didn't invent like like Rogers and Hammerstein or whatever. weren't like let's make a talking guy who cracks nuts. Oh, they can they suck saw nuts. a nutcracker and then wrote a play about him. <laughs> Rogers and Hammerstein did write the Nutcracker did, Suite. Did they really? No, no. Oh, I don't know. But like, <laughs> no, I think that the nutcracker, the item that you, the decorative item, started. And then they made a musical of what if there was a gigantic one that came to life. So I Not a why, musical. I wonder a why they made a like a... Was it Nutcracker? Or was he British? Why did they make a speak? Why did they make a soldier? Who? Why was it like, we have to crack these nuts, but I want a soldier to do it. I wonder what that comes from. Well, that's who you um, would want to crack your nuts. <laughs> this is right. See what I mean? It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. 
In the Nutcracker Suite, does he crack nuts? Yeah, no. does he? He doesn't. No, no. no. Like he just dances. He comes nuts. to life. They dance around. It's lovely music. Is the really sugar is. plum fairy dance in the Nutcracker Suite? Yes. Yes. Okay, I know something about that. Tchaikovsky. Yeah. Is there a swan or is that just Swan Lake? That's, That's swan lake. something else. No, I think there might be swans. You know, Nutcracker was a thing that I saw so many times as a kid. Yeah. And I was always bored out of my mind. But I think I would really like it now. I think that is 100% true. Yeah. People should stop taking their kids to the Nutcracker because you're too young to appreciate it. Totally. You're too young to appreciate ballet and you're too young to appreciate classical music. Totally. Yeah. Just stick to Pixar on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Joe says, my dad's favorite candy is something I forgot still existed. Rolo. Oh, How can you forget classic. about Rolo? You can yeah, roll them course. to your friends. Oh, is that for the commercial? You can roll a Rolo to your friends. <laughs> Anyone know that? That's I didn't know that. And no, I actually suspect that you couldn't roll a Rolo because don't, aren't yeah, they Yeah, they're like, beveled, so they roll yeah. in circles. Well, you have bullshit, to get yeah. the angle right. You, you, so if you're over there, you got to roll it this way and then it'll... <laughs> yeah. Like do English a on it. Yeah. yeah, you have to yeah. compensate for the beveled edge of a Rolo. Yeah. But they're great candy. They yeah, are really good. good. And they're rep- Rolos are one of those things, too, that like if you have cookies and you put a Rolo on a cookie... So good. Yeah. In yeah. fact, yeah. Yeah, they're... They're really good. I have a great recipe for that. You yeah. do? You do? You have a special Rolo cookie? Well, every, it's like, it's very, everybody knows it. You do cake mix and you do this. egg and oil, mix it into the cake mix. So it's more like a cookie batter rather right. than a cake mix. Then you take it, you put a Rolo inside, cover it all up, roll it up, bake it. And then it's like a lava cookie. <gasps> Pregnant Allison what? is all ears. It's so all good. Um, remember Carmelo? Do they still make those? Uh-huh. Yeah, they like still make Carmelo. Carmelo. Carmelo is actually one of the things that if I'm going to get a candy bar, I'll consider getting a Carmelo. It's a fancier Rolo. It's well, no, a Carmelo is like a it's a segmented it's a square. Bar. Yeah, it's a square. But it it to me it's higher quality, nicer uh, chocolate. I I would agree. At least the caramel is nicer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also less to unwrap. Yeah, yeah. Rolos are a lot of unwrapping. Right, but I kind of like that about them. I do too. I imagine that's what Joe's dad likes. In fact, about now them too. all I want are Rolos. Yeah, Rolos sound great right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. So wait, I didn't even, being that I don't bake that frequently, I didn't even realize there were these like, oh, the difference between a cake batter and cookie dough. Well, if you make a, they just call them cake mix cookies because if you make a cake mix the normal way with the three eggs and the water and the oil, it's very runny. Mm-hmm. Like cake mix is usually really thin. Um, and cookie mix or cookie dough is usually like a thick. So if you're going to do, a, if you're going to use a cake mix to make cookies, you would just do like one egg and I think a third cup oil and that's it. And so you just mix it like crazy. Cake cookies though are generally like fluffier and lighter. And these than, are a little uh, fluffier. Okay. Yeah. Like black like and white cookies, cookies are cake cookies, right? Correct. And yeah. they're the best. Yeah. Trader Joe's sells them right now and they're amazing. Mm. Which side do you prefer? I like the white. And, but I'm the not white sure is they, yeah, delicious. No, they do taste different. Yeah. They are. Yeah. I know. Racist. It makes you feel racist. I know. I know. I know. I hadn't considered that, but now I will. And <laughs> lastly, Stephanie says, my hair slash face looks great at home in the mirror. Leave the house and I look like a monster in every reflection. Hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. Her hair in her face looks great at home in the mirror. You're tuning your leaves, hair and face for those mirrors. And then she leaves the house and she feels like she but, looks like a monster in every reflection. Right. I don't have that that often. Like hair, like head hair. I think what she's saying is she looks good to herself in the bathroom mirror and then she leaves oh, the house and she's yeah. like, oh my God. That happens to that me. That has happened. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
I actually have a JMO. Yes. Uh-oh. Here it is. Sometimes <laughs> oh, good. We're starting the segment. <laughs> I have thought or done is just me or everyone. Hey, do you guys think Al knows what Allison's JMO is? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the rule. Hey, did, did I, anybody watch season two of Narcos? I didn't Have you guys seen Narcos? No. What if my demo involves food? I, I, I kind of want to adopt a dog. Oh no. No. You are a dog. <laughs> no, 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 no. A dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Check your text. You okay. <laughs> do you know what my JMO is, Al? <laughs> I do not. No. When I'm flossing my teeth, more o- like way too often, I somehow nick the like part of my lower lip. And it bleeds a tiny bit when I'm going to like floss the bottom. It's like my fingernail. It's with my somehow I do some movement with my fingernail where I catch a bit uh. of my lower lip. I don't know how I do it, but like this morning there was a surprising amount of blood. I do it all the time. Like Sounds I need to painful. move my lower. Li- it's it's less painful than you'd think. Mm. It, I was sitting there like holding toilet paper against it. Okay, and then pulling it away, and the toilet paper would be stuck to my lip, and thinking I really need to find a, something better to use in toilet paper. And I was thinking it really doesn't hurt, but I was beginning to feel as if it hurt based on the amount of blood and like how long it was taking to stop bleeding. But this happens to me quite frequently. I think I just I'm not moving my lip out of the way enough. I don't know. I just want to. So I guess I take it no one else has this, <laughs> this, this is problem. flossing with knives. <laughs> <laughs> I need like a diorama to explain that just me or everyone. See, okay, see where my hands are I as do, if yes. I were flossing my lower teeth, and then see how my thumbnail is on my lower lip. You're cutting yes. yourself. I'm somehow like you cut your lip. Yes, I cut my lip. Repeatedly with, your thumbnail. with my thumbnail, I feel like it's somehow like my lip gets caught between the thumbnail and the floss. There's a whole it lot almost of like stuff. pinches it yeah. or something. You should move to use flossers mm. instead of dental floss. Maybe I should, but I, I, but I, I love flossers. the kind of floss I use. I, I prefer flossers. They mm. they motivate me to floss more. You know Alex Blag? Oh, you know Alex Blag? I do. He's super into them. He talked about it. Is he really? Yeah, he talked about it on the (laughs) show. He sold me on them. I started using them. Yeah, I I think they're not the most economic way to floss. Right. But I find that they optimize floss. How cheap do you need your floss to be? (laughs) I don't know. And and here's the most expensive floss in the world. The floss I never use and then my teeth fall out of my head. Yep, yep. Whatever encourages a man to floss or a woman, whatever encourages a person to floss, they should floss. (laughs) Remember when that that story came out saying that flossing like doesn't do anything? Yeah, that was such a good story. I mean, until it turned out it was bullshit. Oh, it was bullshit. I don't know. Because I didn't stop. I I didn't stop flossing, and I had a dentist appointment that week, and I was and I was like, I bet that'll be all the talk. You know, no talk about it. Yeah, they don't want you to. They don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah it's like their worst nightmare to talk about it. I guess. Yeah, I still feel like flossing does something. It does. It I like the way my teeth feel. Blood. After I floss, yeah. I like the way my mouth feels. It feels better after I floss. Same. 
So anyway, I guess I'm the only one who does this. Yes. I don't know how I do it. Um, I guess you I'm just, just explained it to us. You have your, <laughs> I know, but you I have don't... your thumb. Your well, where? How? When you floss, how are you holding the floss? Um, or are you moving your lips? I think out my of the way? my hand is a little further away. Oh, plus I don't have long nails. Yeah, you I need think to hide my hand your thumbs. Is like right, yeah. Or wear like those rubber uh, nubbins that they put on the end of your fingers when you like do it. for nails turning pages. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I'll definitely do that. <laughs> Good tip. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you know what I noticed during O, Cirque du Soleil? One of the women, women on the like trapeze aerial swing thing, yes. I noticed that I saw these lines at the very top of her thighs. And it mm-hmm. made me wonder if she was wearing some kind of like rubbery stocking or something that made, gave her better grip. It looked like, like she was, might have been wearing little rubber or something. But it also could have been part of... I couldn't tell if the line... It could have been part of the top part of her costume. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell what was going on there. Probably probably somewhere on YouTube they'll explain the costumes. Maybe we could talk about it after the show. (laughs) (laughs) Are we still recording? (laughs) Okay. So, uh, unfortunately, no dog this week because Mm. the Downey Shelter is um, all full. So, they're low on dogs in the training program because they haven't been able to bring in new ones. But if you want to adopt a dog, check out the Downey Shelter. My friend Laura London's a dog trainer there and there's all sorts of great adoptable dogs there. And actually, if you're, you know, don't just check out the Downey Shelter. Check out all the shelters. Um, You guys, thank you so (laughs) I like a strong finish. <laughs> There's not going to be one tonight, but I like them. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Greg, I feel unsettled and sad. We will. Everybody will see me again, and it will not be very long from now. Okay, good. Okay. Yay. Yay. We like that. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Alice and Rosen show? Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.